So yeah, following on from your post. Yes. Um, spill. Tell me all. How did it start? So yeah, um, thought I would do a post on Friday about it finally, because um, I'm at a really good stage. So thought I'd kind of get it out there to the masses. Obviously, a few people knew, um, and it's been since summer of nineteen. No, summer <laughs> of um twenty nineteen. When you and I yes. first went to like an open day, and then it's all gone from there. So nearly four years. So for the people that don't know, because obviously I know, talk yes. like through the process. What does it entail? Obviously, you had we had the lockdown break, which is why yeah, it's delayed slightly. But what did you have to go through? So it all came about. I I'd been thinking about it. Um, and then I went into work and was speaking to one of the girls in work who is very much like if she thinks of something she does, she goes online she finds out what the information gets it done and I mentioned something I was like oh, I'm thinking about adoption blah 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 and then um, she's like right let's have a look and like went straight on Google um, and looked for like adoption South Wales or wherever it was and there happened to be an open day on the Saturday um, so yeah me and you obviously went down um, and do you know, I feel like I can't really remember much about that day, but we just kind yeah. of I had to give my details. Um, didn't she assume that we were doing it as a couple? Yeah, because <laughs> there was a lot of... There was a lot of couples in yeah, there, wasn't it? mainly straight couples, everyone yeah. around, so then me and you were kind of just planked on the end. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, so it's for the pair of you? And we were like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and then, yeah, she it was that same woman actually came round, so we go to an open day. Well, this, this is So the particular adoption agency I'm with is SUAS, um, South East Wales Adoption Service and link in bio <laughs> link in bio yeah <laughs> swipe up yeah. Um, went to an open day they take all your details and then she just kind of called me and said about doing a quick home visit so I think they kind of do like a bit of a a scan of who you are and things like coming over and seeing your house and stuff so she literally did walk around the whole house and checked out everything and I think that gives them like their good like kind of first impression yeah um, and then I got allocated a social worker, Natalie, um, and it was a case of booking in. She booked in weekly meetings then for a good couple of months where it was just getting to know who I was. So you put together like a, it's like you're kind of, it's like your profile basically of who you are as a person, all about your life from day dot to current um, and everything in between. Put that together and then that kind of gets presented. but. It got to one point where we're talking about finances and stuff and that it scared me a little bit to be honest um because it's a lot like to think about so i was like right let's just put things on hold for a little bit just so i can kind of make sure i'm okay with everything and then we had covid anyway so yeah um did training as well you did like a training session like but when i first did it it was was it a week? No, it was like three days. Three like solid days. We had to go to the adoption agency, you do like training and stuff. And I thought, well, what, what am I going to be trained on? But it was actually really, really good. There's lots of stuff you don't you don't know about, don't consider, question, you get loads of questions from it. Do the training. And then, yeah, you go to an um, approval panel, which is nerve-wracking, but you get given the questions before, and that's just for them to say they agree that they think you'll be um, a suitable adoptive parent. And then you meet your next social worker, which I met on Friday, who is called your family finder, Cute. which is the cutest job title in the world. Yeah. Um, and they're the person that look for 
the perfect match, effectively, to make sure I'm right for the child and the child's right for me. Um, and then you go to a matching panel, then you go to introductions and all of that sort of stuff. And then they're yours. And then, yeah, they're yours. So it sounds like it's quite straightforward when you say it like that. I was going to say, it sounds very straightforward, but I imagine... It's, uh, yeah, it's not, so like... And mentally. Yeah. That sounded very easy, but it's definitely not Oh, no, not at all. It's like, open day, fine, all good. They come to your house, that's a bit nerve-wracking, the house will never have been as clean as it could possibly be. Um... So that's your first bit. It's like that first impression. What do they think of you and all that sort of stuff. Then you do the training and then you're meeting all these people that you've never met before. And you also get kind of that gets put in your assessment as well, like how you interact and how you are in the training. Um, and you have to write about, you write about every day in the training as well. And that gets put a part of your assessment. So you're constantly thinking anything I do yeah. or say is going to be like looked at and judged. Overcritical. Yeah. So that's the training. Then you meet your social worker, and that's nerve-wracking because you think, oh, God, am I going to say the wrong thing? Are they going to ask me a question they don't like the answer or whatever? So you're constantly, like, double... What's I trying to say? Like, double... Um, like, doubting yourself yeah, and yeah. double-checking what you're saying and doing and thinking, oh, if I say it this way... But you can't hide anything. There's no point. No. You've just got to be yourself because they're not going to know the real you, then it just won't work. And they'll see through it as well. Yeah. They'll see if people are putting on a front or... Yeah. Obviously, it's natural to be nervous, but... Yeah. But there's all the things like medicals as well. There's loads of checks they do. That's quite strenuous. So you have to have a medical, um, which costs money as well. The dogs had to have their assessment, yeah. <laughs> which... Um, was Yeah, which was fine, as you can imagine. They were absolutely fine. You have your finances checked. Um, obviously, criminal record, things like that didn't help I um, lived abroad so when I was holiday repping they wanted all the information about that to prove that I definitely was working abroad and wasn't in fact in prison and made it up <laughs> yeah just covered my jail term by saying I was in my for six months <laughs> um, no I legit was there so they had to try and sort that out so it's it's a lot it is very very it's very very draining but so why now why do you think why did you think back in 2019 that this was the best time to make that huge yeah. step even though you'll never be ready for it I suppose no and it's the same as if you want to get pregnant or yeah. IVF whatever route you take um, you can never be fully prepared but I don't know I've never had that like overwhelming urge to be pregnant um, it's not it's not for everyone um, and I was like but I know I've always wanted to be a mum always like, I love my nieces and, and my nephew and my nibbling to death but never found the right person to be with to, to go down that route. Um, and I was watching I was watching a TV programme and the girl on there, she was single. She had a really like high flying professional job and she was thinking about adoption. I was like, well if she can do it, I can do it. Like yeah. so yeah. Seeing those sorts of things give you a give you the kick to yeah. take the plunge in your own. Yeah, and then I think it was just, the timing of it worked out great. I mentioned it to Eloise on, like, the Monday and said, oh, watch this programme on the weekend. It's got me really thinking about adoption. And she was like, oh, let's have a look. And then... Do you think you would have done it if you'd not had that push? I Possibly, yeah, but I don't know if I would have done it that quickly. Yeah. So it just, it, I know, it was like, it worked out how it should have, I think, yeah. for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's just, that's the... The route I want to go down, and 
yeah, I could go through IVF or, you know, there's lots of options and stuff, but like I say, I don't necessarily want to be pregnant. And if I can help a child in that way, I don't need to add another child to the world when there's lots already waiting. Yeah. So this just turned out to be, I just think this is the right avenue for me, really. And most people's reactions being family, friends. Re- yeah, really good. A few people, I think, a bit shocked. I think I still shock myself when I tell myself because as much as I'm like very independent, fiercely independent, I'm also a, a bit of a wimp at the same time. And girly, as my dad calls me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think some people probably have had doubts, and that's fine. Um, but for the most part, everyone's been really, really good, really supportive, great reactions and stuff. Um, I think my, <laughs> I don't know if my dad really took it properly serious. Um, and until the point I said to him, do you, Dad, do you think I'll be all right? And he's like, well, you did cry when you got the dogs. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but <laughs> it, was, it was the dogs. It's a bit different. I've learned from that. Yeah. You probably um, cry when you get a child, but that's fine. Oh, well, God, 100%. Yeah. Who, who doesn't? Yeah. So, yeah, I probably will cry. And I absolutely will, because it is going to be really, really hard. But, um, yeah, everyone's been really good. I haven't had... I don't think I've had anything negative, really. No. So you said that people have had doubts. What is your... What's your biggest worry going into it? The money. That's a big thing. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah, because at the minute it's you and the dogs and you get by and stuff. But then yeah. adding another human into the... That's the thing. And the, the way, mix. obviously, everything is, is expensive in itself. It is just me. I haven't got a partner. Um, so I haven't got that dual income. It is just mine. Also, family aren't nearby. Um, so it's not as if I can rely on um, parents to help out in that respect. Um Things like, you know, nursery, going to school, doing school runs, when I'm at work, that sort of stuff. Everything's going to be completely different. Um, so, yeah, the money side of thing is a big thing. Um, just, just everything's going to be scary. Yeah, first time. Yeah. As much as a dog can prepare you, it's not, <laughs> yeah. not the full effect. No, I know. And, like, obviously, I've looked after my nieces and, and like, Kai has come to stay a few times. Um, but they're a little bit older now, so they can look after themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's oh, I just remember when when Kai was a baby, trying to put a baby girl on him, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna break their leg! Like I just didn't know what I was doing. So it's just silly stuff like that that it's you think about at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll um, it'll be okay. It will. So obviously, I imagine once you put the post up a lot of people would have thought oh the party girl um and being yeah. quite shocked not shocked that you want to be a member shocked that you were happy to give up the raven life and stuff not forever obviously but yeah. it's not that you're never going to go out again but yeah obviously a huge step from going out very often to big raves to being a man what's your comments and thoughts on that yeah I, and that's the thing like the reactions have been really good but i know people will be like oh Danny's going to be a mum, what? Because I, Danny Showbiz, that whole, like, stupid thing. But um, I remember, oh, God, when was this? Years, a couple of years ago, before lockdown and stuff, being, um, being with a group of people, and somebody said about me ha- having a baby or being pregnant or something. I can't remember how it started. And then somebody else in the group was like, oh, God, no, that would be Danny's wor- worst nightmare. And I was like, pardon? What, what do you mean that would be my worst nightmare? They're like, you being a mum like what what so just because yeah I love to go out and all that sort of stuff and live this like showbiz lifestyle or whatever 
um, come and go as I please doesn't mean that I don't want to be a mum. Um, no. I've just done it this way. There's no right or wrong way of doing it. Doesn't mean I can't ever go out or do anything again. I've got friends that have got kids and they still go out and, and live their life. Um, but yeah, that's a bit... It was a bit upsetting when someone said that, oh God, no, that would be Danny's worst nightmare being pregnant or being a mum. You, do, you, you don't know that. No. You don't know that. You just see what I want you to see. Exactly. You just see what I put on Facebook and Instagram yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like, you know, the whole Instagram versus reality. It's very true. Like, yeah, you see me at a rave or whatever or going out or me being this Danny Shilby's character. And then on the Monday, you might have an appointment for the yeah. adoption day and that's... Yeah. And that's fine, but you know that that side of things will just die down slightly... Because yeah. your main priority is, it's going to be him, and that's going to be for, that's going to be a long, a long time. I'm, the trauma and all that sort of stuff he's going to have gone through, it isn't going to be as straightforward as just getting a babysitter in a couple months time and going out back to normal. Mm. I'm not going to, be able to leave him for a very very long time. I follow someone on Instagram who, her and her husband, they've had a little boy for a couple years, and they said that it was their first night out together after a year of him being there, because of his. Um, previous experience and the separation anxiety and all that sort of stuff that they just could never leave him because he thought they were going and never coming back so Sad. yeah it is um it's going to be totally different but how do you think your cope is dealing with those traumas it's i don't i don't know yeah. um and that's a that is a very interesting part of the journey part of your adoption like assessment and stuff is and i've i've talked through it with my sister i've talked through it with jess because i know they would be brutally honest with me and they're, they're both mums and they know me better than the most is you get a set of scenarios situations that sort of thing um and it's will discuss won't discuss um no will accept won't accept will discuss um scenarios like the child um has visual impairment that could mean they just need to wear glasses yeah. so yeah happily accept that um, or it could be that they've come from an abusive background. Well, that could be a will discussed because it depends on the abuse and things like that. So yeah. there's so many different situations that can come your way. It needs to be the perfect match for you and the child, it's not and yeah, exactly. And like the fact that I'm doing it by myself, that puts another like level into it that I can't just turn around to my partner and we like work off each other and have each other's back and stuff like that. It is just gonna be me twenty four seven. So that's why I support network like yourself and yeah. my sister and Jess and Dan and, and all of those guys, you know. It's really important that I've got you because you are, well, yeah, you're my support Basically network. Basically the partner. You, yeah, all of you are, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the trauma and stuff that the child comes with. And you, you'll know a lot of it. You get given. So they have their own, like, assessment as well, whereas you have, like, your profile. Mm -hmm. They have theirs as well. But you only know what the birth parents might have told you mm. and what you could maybe like what they can gather from social workers or whatever so there might be stuff that you will never know it might just come out later down the line yeah. so you're never going to have a perfect profile of a child and you know every single thing that comes along so a lot of it will just be it deal, happens deal with it as it comes yeah and the way that you parent that child is, is very different to how you might parent a birth child so a lot of people might use a naughty step or go to your room if they're naughty and stuff, that's what we had when we were growing up. Yeah. Get sent to the room and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, and how everyone parents is totally up to them. There's no right or wrong. But with an adopted child, it's totally different because of the trauma they've experienced. You bring them into you a lot closer and not 
kind of put them on the naughty step or whatever. Somebody told us a story about this little girl who um, she'd been adopted and she had been a bit naughty and the parents just, well, I've been thinking, so oh, go to your room sort of thing. She hadn't done anything like terrible, but yeah, go to your room sort of stuff. And then they went up about half hour later and she was packing a bag and they said, what are you doing? And she was like, well, I've been naughty, so that means you're going to send me away to another home. I know, heartbreaking. So, and that's because that's that was her normal. Mm. That's all she's ever known. That's all she knew, yeah. So, whereas when, like, we were little or whatever, we'd get sent to our room. You knew that you were just in That trouble. was your home. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. knew that was your home. You didn't know any different. Whereas the adoptive children, they might have been with birth parents. They might have gone to family members. Then they've gone to a foster home, maybe another foster home. So all they're seeing is house, 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 house. Yeah. They come to yours and they've got to form that attachment with you in the house no that's where they're going to be that's their forever, that's their home. forever yeah so it's it's a very very different way of parenting therapeutic parenting it's called oh. so yeah lots to very learn very interesting yeah <laughs> i've got um i've got my book the quick guide to therapeutic parenting a visual introduction Love so there's loads of different examples it's really really good my social worker recommended it what was the one? Which a lot of people wouldn't think, because you've got to give them like, a lot of theory to do as well and stuff, didn't you? So it's not just, yeah. here we go, you're going to be a mum. Yeah, so a lots lot. of research and stuff had to be done. Um, I had to do, so like with my, um, part of my assessment, you get given homework. Um, and you have, to, you have to do like your family tree and stuff like that. Fill in loads of information. And then, yeah like this research into therapeutic parenting and stuff this is all towards going towards panel and being approved um i can't remember what the story was now it's about oh penguins don't fly i think i remember you <laughs> yeah um what was it oh it's the story of oh the puffins it sounds really crazy so um they lived a pair of puffins very happy we just wanted a baby to care for and complete their family one day they come across an egg which had been abandoned they nurtured the egg kept it warm blah 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 soon a little black and white face popped out everyone was happy things seemed to be going well but there was one problem um the puffin parents tried everything the baby wouldn't fly puffins obviously fly um he took the baby up to the top of the cliff and said look son the only way you're going to learn to fly is if you really have to and pushed him off the cliff sounds a bit horrific when yeah, you think about it but say. um it's like he's like don't worry Barbara. you'll be fine so push the <laughs> push the baby off the cliff the baby didn't fly he flapped and flapped his wings as hard as he could they didn't work an older wiser puffin saw what happened and said why did you do that and he was like well i'm trying to help him learn to fly and he said ah but this is a penguin penguins can't fly and it was like it's just i just really liked it yeah it just makes <laughs> sounds you sounds a bit sick about... talking about him pushing a no, but it's a thing, good, what's the word, analogy, is that the right word? Yeah, so traditional parenting models help to teach our birds to fly, but we're raising penguins. Don't throw your penguins off a cliff to try and make them fly. That's very good, though. Yeah, it makes so, you think about it in different ways when you're going to be in that situation. Isn't it? Yeah, that's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be straightforward. Like, this book is really, really good. I really enjoy it. Even if you've got maybe a child who, um, you know, birth child who's a bit yeah very reactive to things not just for adoptive yeah it's yeah. not just for adoptive children but this is yeah the quick guide to therapeutic parenting it's really very very handy well we'll also put that we'll tag the page yeah. etc on the instagram post so that was like yeah. a good life lesson what 
life lessons do you think that you will teach your little boy that you wish you'd known as a kid or you want him to take into the into the future um I just want him to know. So this was something I think I I think I got asked this on my panel. It's mad. I had my panel, but I've completely forgotten everything that we talked about in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that he is loved no matter what, and I think that's the main thing. So with an adopted child, they they need to know their life story. They know they're adopted. Nothing is is a secret. Um, they will know about their birth parents if suitable. Everything's always if it's suitable for the child, but mm-hmm. they will know their their history, their birth, their birth story and things like that, why they were put up for adoption. Um, but that no matter what, I love them. They're loved, their family loves them, you guys love them, all that sort of stuff. And it's okay to be different. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, anything... <laughs> it's like the LGBTQ network that I'm uh, mm-hmm. strong ally for. Mm-hmm. It's the same with that. And like Kai, love them no matter what. Yeah. So I think... And the age we yeah. live in now, I think when your little boy is, say, 18, 19, yeah. there'll be a lot more families like his family. Yeah. Because there's so many more, like, single adopters, RGBT adopters. Yeah. So I think, yeah, once he's a bit older, he'll... I don't think that would be a doubt in his mind like it might have been 20 years ago. No, and that's, like, what I put on my post is biology doesn't make you family. Love does. Mm. You know, yeah, the family nice. are the people that you choose, not necessarily blood. No. Um, so yeah poignant um, yeah this is getting a bit deep um, so yeah just more about yeah just love himself no matter what doesn't mm. matter where he's come from who he is he is he is the best and where do you hope <laughs> to see you and little boy in the next 12 to 18 months print works <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't being shut down yeah. um just just happy at the head. I, I can't just I can't wait for all the adventures and stuff with him. It might sound really cliche, but I, I can't wait to go out walking the dogs and stuff with him. And that's that. That's all I think. Like, remember I said when I went down to Cornwall and I was walking the dogs down the sand dunes and one of them pulled me a little bit too much and I fell over, like ripped my leggings and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> just burst into tears. <laughs> I was like, if I had a little boy here, he would have been taking the dogs. I wouldn't have fallen over. And... <laughs> You would have probably would have laughed with him. And I would have laughed, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, just going on adventures and stuff. Um, just giving him, like, not to the point of spoiling, because that doesn't help anyone. But he, like, he is... I know he's going to have the best life possible. Like, I can't wait to buy a little pair of Nikes. Always. <laughs> I know. Um, like, taking him to see my sister. Like, just travelling. I remember being younger, and my aunties and uncles all lived away. Like, only in Launceston. So, from Plymouth to Launceston, when we were little, was, like couple hours whatever yeah that was always really fun and like my nan i went to hers every summer it was just a f- nice fun adventure like yeah. being the cool and like going memories to see the cool auntie and uncle it is that it's the memories that's what i want to create it's like let's go out drive up to see auntie Stacey. yeah all that sort of stuff um let's go to new york and see uncle yeah. adrian and aunt nicole um just creating good memories because that's that's what it should be about happy memories especially yeah. if the child has come from not the nicest of backgrounds, maybe. Exactly, and it's like I say, not gonna um, not gonna spoil him or anything because it's not about all the stuff you buy. So, what did I read? Somebody said something about it's just the time they spend with you, not necessarily what you spend on them. Um, yeah, very so yeah, true it's though. great that you can. I want obviously want him to have the best of everything where where applicable, 
Um, but yeah, just I can't wait for the memories. Like I see Jess on the weekend, she was doing painting with Sydney. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to do mm. that. So like stuff like that, I just I just can't wait for it. Just giving him a normal childhood. Yeah. Yeah, going to Peppa Pig World. Oh my god, yeah. Legoland. <laughs> Legoland. And I'll be coming with you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I can't wait to make amazing memories. And my sister got me this thing called Things to Do with Mum, 52 Bucket List Scratch Cards. And there's different categories. I can't read what they are. Two seconds. Um, oh, I can't see the categories, but basically... Um, there's a panel on each of the cards and then what you do is you scratch it off and there's an activity that you oh, that. do together. So there's like different sections like food and drink and you can write on the back the date, the oh, location. Right, yeah, that's really cute. It's like food and drink, bonding. Something to go in a memory box. Outdoors. Yeah, and like you know I love photos and scrapbooks and yeah. like I can't wait to do crafts. Yeah, that's your, that's your thing. <laughs> that's my it? thing. Can't wait to get my Stacey crafts. Solomon craft book out and doing crafts and stuff like that. So yeah, just creating really good memories and hopefully he likes football and I can take him to football on a Saturday. And drag queens. And drag queens. Otherwise. <laughs> yeah, otherwise what's the point? What is the point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, football and drag queens. Love it. Um, so yeah, it's very exciting. Very, very exciting. Very exciting indeed. Yeah. I've also, I also bought these two books at um, the Queer Emporium when Kai was with me um, at Pride. So one is called The Pronoun Book and one is called Rhino Corn Rules. Love it. Um, and it's, Ron isn't, the, uh, Ron isn't like the other rhinos. They're grumpy. They like being on their own and they charge at anything that gets in their way. But Ron likes having fun and he wants to make new friends. So he turns himself into a colourful rhino corn. <laughs> Will his rhino family ever accept Ron for who he really is, though? Um, an uplifting and funny new story about daring to be different and the power of friendship. Like, how cute is that? That is nice. Like, I know it's it's aimed at, like, LGBTQ plus community, but I just thought it was really appropriate as well about you haven't got to be like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, like being different. So it says there, but Ron felt different. He's going to he's gonna feel different. Yeah, there'll be times when he's, yeah. But this is just about, like, accepting yourself. But, yeah, Ron didn't like the rules very much. He liked the fun, the laughter and stuff. So, yeah, this is just more about accepting you for who you are because he is going to feel different. He yeah. is going to be different. And then... I'll also tag Queer Emporium yeah. in this so people can see. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and then the pronoun book, which is obviously very important because of Kai. So, Kai, I've mentioned a couple of times, is my nibbling, which is non-binary term for niece or nephew. So, if yeah. you didn't know, you do now. Mm -hmm. um, so, this is my sister's child. Um, so Kai um, was with me when I got this and this is just a really good book about pronouns and I've actually learned quite a bit from reading it as well so I just think it's a really good let's say it's, it's going to be very important in our family yeah. as in me and him um, he's going to have a lot to do with Kai as well so I want him to know all about pronouns talks about non-binary transgender all sorts is that something that you'll be very open with him from the start yeah, 100%. So the, as soon as he can understand it, yeah. Um, there's a pronoun chart. There's a glo it's really, it's a really good book for anybody who actually wants to know a little bit more about it. Yeah, the pronoun book, which... So just little things like that. Buying those little things, I just think, is quite nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I just want that to be around him so he knows that... Because that is his family. Yeah. That is Kai. Like, they are very, um, very important to us. Yeah, he's grown up in a diverse family, which is yeah. really 
lovely for him. What about, I think a lot of people would be interested in like the pay in terms of around do work give you the same not rights that's not the right word but the same opportunities of time after a maternity and yeah like if you were birthing a child yeah so it's it especially admin as well obviously you can't um speak for other employers um but with us um you get exactly the same as if you were pregnant as if it was a birth child which is is great and as an adoptive parent they recommend that you take a year off um because attachment with your child is super super important and it does not happen straight away mm. and for me i need to be attached to him as well yeah. so and i think that would, that happens with birth parents yeah, you, you know i know it, yeah. like i've heard stories of some people they like well, i don't instantly fall in love with my baby that yeah. that's okay mm. um so you've got to form that bond and for an adoptive child they might still be really attached to their foster carer so and they're going to be grieving that yeah so it's a lot that goes you know, is, is, is happening. It doesn't happen within two, three months, six months. Not, it could even take like the full year, but mm. so you get a full year off work, which is great. Um, maternity pay, exactly the same as if you're a birth child. Um, things like, so if you were pregnant, you'd have scans and stuff like that. I had any time off for the training, any of my social worker visits, anything. Um, and I'm very lucky, my direct boss, Leanne, she was like, if you whatever time you need to take, you need to take it mm. because you know it's such a huge thing. It is. It was. It was really draining. Um, I was doing a lot of stuff at the weekend just because that worked for my social worker as well. So I was just drained the whole time. Mm. Like working hard Monday to Friday yeah. and doing this at the weekends. It was. It was a lot, but worker brilliant. Just giving me the time that that I need. And I know there's quite. Um, there's been quite a few people that have adopted through work. Um, so I think they are just getting better and better as, as yeah. time goes on. So yeah, and then I can come back full time again. I mean, it's it's good. Just whatever a birth parent would have, you have that as an a it's as an adoptive parent, which is really good. And I've mentioned finances and stuff. So that's something I've tried to work on is making sure that again, because it's just me and family aren't nearby or whatever. I've got enough to like cover a year off work, so I haven't got to worry about it. Yeah. Because I know I I know I worry about stuff. And I don't want that to reflect on him. No. He's going to have his own things to... He'll be, be like... comfortable and safe in that sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want him to see me stressed over anything. So it's just going to add to his situation. So, yeah, I work great. So, get it all as if very I was... Lucky. Yeah, very, very, very lucky, which is really good. And like, my team are great. Um, lots of mums and stuff as well, so... How did your team react? Uh, yeah, they were fab. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously very excited to be part of the journey, Yay. on the journey, sorry, with you. Um, Uncle Joe, yeah. Uncle yes. Joe, Gunkle. Gunkle, I know, um, I said that to Mike and Dan the other day, the <laughs> Gunkles. And yeah, just very excited for the next chapter for us all. Yeah, and if anyone is interested in adopting, um, do it. <laughs> um, like I know, like my brother and his partner, they've had, they've got William, but Felicity has always said she would love to have an adopted child as well so yeah it's it's hard it's draining but I think it'll all be absolutely brilliant at the end and then maybe we could do a this time next year do a follow-up yeah episode where things would be that'd be nice very different yeah so just waiting now for a match um I'm sure I'll put it all over Instagram anyway yeah always <laughs> yeah but yeah thank you very much Bye.